everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Did you know that there's a way to access more abundance, synchronicity, magic, wonder, and gratitude for life? Most people chase their connection with the divine as if it's outside of them. It's elusive and often we don't feel worthy enough of that connection. But the incredible irony is that we are an aspect of the divine. It's what animates us. What I'm referring to as our brilliance is simply a reflection of our connection to pure source. It is us. When we start to become aware of and live from our brilliance, it opens up an experience of a much higher order. Today, we're going to be discussing what our brilliance is, the benefits of living from our brilliance, why it's so critical at this time, and how to move into it. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. I'm Karen Chong, founder of Spherical Luminosity, and I'm here with my co-host Tia. Today we're discussing living your brilliance. So let's get started. So Karen, what is living your brilliance to you mm -hmm. and why is it so important? Yeah, what I mean by that is that the brilliance that is you is actually a reflection of your connection to pure source. And why it matters is when you start to live from your brilliance or become aware of it, experience it, and then live from it, what happens is that you are embodying the highest frequency resonance that you can be. And that when you start to be aware of your brilliance and know it, that's basically embodying the big S self. And then when you start to do that more and more, because you have your eye on your frequency resonance, that can start to really open the doors to abundance, to magic, synchronicities, a wonder for life, more stability in times when there's chaos. All that happens when you keep your focus and your eye on your brilliance instead of the storm that can happen around us, in terms of external circumstance, in terms states of the, world. of the states of the world, our response to the state of the world, which is like a mental emotional response, we can get very pulled into that. Mm -hmm. And that just drops your frequency resonance. So when we live from our brilliance, it's actually very important, especially at this time, which you and I will talk about in a little bit. But that is why keeping your eye on your brilliance really reinforces the spirit embodied. You keep your eye on what is truly important, which is awareness of your connection to pure source, which your brilliance is a reflection of. The thing is about our brilliance is that we have thought that it's outside of us. You know, it's like we think that the divine is outside. We think that the light is outside. We, you know what I mean? Like there's all this stuff in pseudo-spiritual stuff where they talk about the light and you're all the light and something about the light. Yeah. <laughs> Right. On and on about the light. <laughs> on and on about the light. Okay, so the light's great. That's awesome. And in this particular case, the thing is, this is the key thing about brilliance, our brilliance. It is us. You don't have to do anything. 
It's who you are. It's what animates you. It's the spark of the divine that animates you. And you know, like whether you're aware of it or not, it doesn't matter, but it's intrinsically there. Now, to become aware of it is more of the challenge. That's a whole other That's thing. a whole other, yeah. you know, piece of cake or whatever the expression is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me pause you real quick because yeah, yeah. I was talking with my cousin who's Christian mm -hmm. about this topic mm -hmm. and I didn't explain it as well as you might. So for someone who's Christian who mm -hmm. believes God, I think they believe God is outside of them. Most religions. Okay, yeah, yeah, so this might that. be a little like, oh, not everyone might yeah. resonate with it yes, or something. Exactly, right. and okay. I would say that in some religions, like to even suggest that we are embodying the divine is blasphemous. Okay, oh, okay. because God is out there and we're not worthy of God. Got okay, it. so okay. I think it depends. I don't really know that much about religions, so I actually can't say. Yeah. But there's a lot of religious conditioning which reinforces that we are separate from the divine, that we are not worthy of it, and mm -hmm. we have to sort of like supplicate ourselves to it. Mm, okay. Make sense? Like we have to bow down to it. Right, right. So I realize this is outside of that, so there may be a big gap to bridge there. And what I will tell you is, from what I know, because I you know perceive on frequency level, the brilliance is us. Like it is us, it gave you life. It is what animates you. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, what you are doing when you release your distortion patterns, which is the thing that clouds the brilliance, that yeah. makes it heavier, denser, you can't quite see it as much, you're not aware of it. Now you're just revealing or allowing your brilliance to shine. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's not that it was never there. It's right. not like you have to deserve it, you have to do something no. for it. Because it, you're alive, yeah, you have it. You have it. Okay. It's you. Yeah. It just is you. And so you are an aspect of the divine. And so the thing that most people have a challenge with is, is they think that in order to like connect with the divine, you know, they're always like just trying to chase it as if it's out there, you know, like maybe one day I'll be worthy of connecting with it, right? Where they feel disconnected, right? Which I understand the feeling of it, yeah. but I'm telling you, the brilliance is you. It is there. So the challenge though is to release the distortion patterns so you can become aware of it. That's a frequency thing. Okay. And then so there's understanding it even exists yes. and that you are it. Yeah. Becoming aware of it and then living from it. Is yes. that what you say those yes. are like? Those the are the steps. Yes. Okay. Because most people don't even know that we are it. Okay. Right? Or, you know, it's somewhat blasphemous to say that we are. Yeah. Actually I remember when I had some troubling past and I was in a, a rehab, actually, mm -hmm. long, long time ago, thankfully. Mm -hmm. And I remember it was an alternative rehab. So you would do art therapy and yoga and meditation. That's I meditated cool. for the first time ever. Yeah, it was huh. really cool. And so I remember I was in a very dark place, right? Yeah. Then there was a point where I could feel light shining out of my eyes. And yes. I was skipping around the place and I'm like, it hit me like, oh, I'm important. I'm Brilliant, yeah. if you will. Yes. I'm not sure if that's the term I yeah. used at the point. So yeah, uh, for anyone especially who's in a very dark place, yeah. like this GFC at the end would be hugely Huge important yeah. because clearly it was there the whole time. Yeah. I was just covered way yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know, it's interesting. Like, this is a practice, okay? So a lot of people will think, well, once I'm aware of my brilliance, Right? So once I intellectually know it's there, once I like discover it somehow, then I'm just going to always be in my brilliance, like exuding brilliance yeah. all the time, right? <laughs> I've arrived. <laughs> I've arrived. You know, I'm probably one of those people that some people want to slap, right? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, for God's sake, yeah. you know, whatever it is. And it's for most of us a practice, okay? Because just like with embodying your big S self, mm -hmm. you also have your little S self. So the big S self, for those of you who don't know, is the part of the self that's identified with spirit or the infinite indestructible consciousness that you are. The little S self is that which is identified with the ego mind. Or human. Or humanness. Humanness, yes, okay. yeah. So your mind, well, creates all kinds of challenge. Okay, <laughs> as we all know. Okay, so in any case, it's a practice. I mean, you know, like you are human. It's okay to be human. 
right? So, you know, people always, when they start, want to move away from the suffering of human, which I can understand because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't like it. It represents pain, it represents suffering, it represents heaviness, I don't want to be it. But the thing is, as you start to discover your brilliance, you start to celebrate your humanness. For people who are in a dark place, that can sound really irritating. However, you really can. Just like that moment where you're skipping around the room, mm -hmm. because what you were starting to embody was your brilliance. Mm -hmm. You could feel it within you, mm -hmm. and that skipping was that celebration of your human. Mm -hmm. You know, because you're just in motion, like enjoying that freedom of the skip, which is a very playful thing to do, actually. Yeah. My point simply is that it's a practice, right? You come back to being aware of your brilliance again and again right. and again. And the more you make that choice to be aware of your brilliance, to keep your eye on it, as opposed to like the drama, the external chaos, mm -hmm. the whatever it is happening around you, and you keep your eye on your brilliance, because you're doing it in the face of like that kind of pressure, it's a strengthening, because you're like, no, I am bringing my attention to what's important, okay? Because mm -hmm. your brilliance, again, is a reflection of your connection to pure source, or a reflection of your awareness of your connection to pure source. Mm -hmm. So you're like, I'm gonna keep my eye on what is important because you do that in the intensity of that polarity or whatever it is that you're experiencing that can be heavier. It's like an act of power. You're like, mm. I am bringing myself into my highest resonating order now, mm. okay? By being aware of your brilliance. You may not express it as all those words that I just strung sure. together, that's but when you experience it, that's what you're doing. You know, it's amazing, Tia. We're at this pivotal time where things are gonna get really intense. You know, we've been talking about this for a while, right? Yeah. This transition from yeah. the old consciousness into the new. Most people know, like, who are mothers? Like, birthing isn't, like, smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Never. It's kind of... Even the smoothest <laughs> version is not smooth. Exactly. It's painful, yeah. right? I mean, there's, yeah. there's, you know, physical stuff that you have to overcome. Mm -hmm. and, and it's beautiful at the same time. Mm -hmm. All those things happen. So as we break into or move into this higher level frequency resonance of the new consciousness, it's going to be intense, right? Not everybody chooses to move into that higher degree of consciousness because we have free will and that's okay. So as you shift up into this higher resonating consciousness, if you keep your eye on your brilliance, this is the amazing thing, you start to move into those new consciousness frequencies more because you're strengthening. You're like, no, I am not going to be pulled into mm. this lower frequency order. I am refusing. I am keeping my awareness on my brilliance as much as I can, right? Because you're human. Okay, and you keep doing that again and again and you strengthen. Because you're strengthening and your frequency resonance is buoying up exponentially because you're doing it in that challenge, you start to access the new consciousness frequencies more, which mm -hmm. then buoy your frequency resonance even more, which mm -hmm. allows you more access to your brilliance. Do you mm -hmm. see how it like, it mm -hmm. just is a spiral mm -hmm. of like self-perpetuating awesome, mm -hmm. okay? So that's what I'm saying. It's so important right now for us to keep our eye on our brilliance. Mm -hmm. And it's in part why I felt so called to give the Living Your Brilliance intensive, and that's available on replay if you wanna watch that. And also why we're giving the Living Your Brilliance series, because it's a touch point, right? It's twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays. So it's like, bring you back. You know, here, focus oh, here. Lovely. Focus here, focus here. Remember who you are. Right. Because how easy is it for us to get distracted by some freaking thing that happens in oh, our lives? Totally. Easy, right? Yeah. I mean, you can be like cruising along, everything's great, you know, hit a challenge. Yep. And then all of a sudden, where do we go? Like our minds kick up, our emotions go, our resonance drops, yep. right? We're not in a good place. Right, even after some like amazing event where you really, I feel like that's happened to all of us, right? <laughs> 
we go to this whatever workshop or we yeah. have this encounter and we're like, I will never forget this again. And then like, it's inevitable. You yeah. just forget. <laughs> You're like, dang. Yeah. But that kind of points to the veil of forgetting that we've talked about. Yes. Right? Yes. You want to just touch on that real quick yeah. for people who are new. So yeah. yeah, for people who are new, thank you yeah. for raising that. So mm -hmm. part of the reason that we forget our brilliance is what Chia just mentioned, which is the veil of forgetting. And when you come into embodiment, you basically agree to forget who you truly are, which is infinite indestructible consciousness, that you're intrinsically connected to the oneness. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm just saying that very casually is that that's not a big deal, but it's a really tremendously huge deal, you know? And to forget that is freaking huge. I don't know why I'm cursing so much, sorry. But you know, it's like, it's huge because why? It's such a profound forgetting. It can make us feel like we are alone, disconnected, finite, physical beings that aren't you know, you know what I mean? We can start to contract in that. Yeah, yeah. And when you come through the veil of forgetting and you also start to encounter linear time, it can be very binding for some people. Like, you know, you're used to being this like infinite creature, limitless, you know? Yeah. Or not a creature, being, okay? Being. That's Energy. Huge. Yeah, this, yeah, exactly. Not bound by anything. And then you're now all of a sudden you're dropping through the veil of forgetting where you're forgetting your part, that's your nature, that you are part of the one. Mm -hmm. And now here you are in embodiment in linear time. It can be quite a shock. Yeah. Even if you want it, which we do, because yeah. that's how you chose to come into this embodiment. So when you go through the veil of forgetting, you forget your nature as infinite indestructible consciousness, which is your brilliance. Hence why we need help here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So that is why living your brilliance is so important. It's so important at this time. We're in this time where we are shifting. That's why we are talking about this in the podcast, because it's so easy, like you just said, to forget right? There's especially, especially when there are a lot of people who are going to go into some fear here, right? When there's breakdown before the breakthrough, people tend to kind of freak out. Yep. It just kind of happens. And as we all know, there's a general level of fear that's existing now in the world, mm -hmm. right? That's being perpetuated, ramped up. Yeah, yeah it's happening. Yeah. Okay? There's fear just present. Then you add chaos to it. And now, boom, right now we have a lot of people freaking out. Yeah. So, all right. So when you have that happen, it's really easy to get pulled into that because there's so many people who are holding a lower resonance. Mm -hmm. When I suggest to really keep your eye on your brilliance. Why? It's because you're holding your space on a higher level. It's like, no, this is my frequency resonance. This is my brilliance. I'm coming into it. I'm becoming aware of it. And now my frequency resonance will rise even more because of that polarity. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it spirals up into becoming accessible to, or having access to new consciousness frequencies, which then raises your frequency again. And then everyone around you can, can raise yes, too. That's exactly. the best part. That's the best part. Yeah. Exactly. Because that is true. I'm sure you felt this like when you're around the lower resonating well maybe not for you but when you're around lower resonating yeah some people can feel themselves being pulled Drop. down yeah. yeah so same with if you're around high resonating yeah you feel yourself you know yeah. so exactly. that's how the world changes Jesus. Really. exactly yeah. and as you as exactly so i'm so glad you brought that up because we think we do this work for ourselves and we do you know, to have a better experience, to expand, to have a higher frequency resonance, to have better emotions, whatever it is that you're doing this for, higher degrees of abundance, whatever, it doesn't matter. And as soon as you do this work, as you know, right, your frequency resonance buoys up and it ripples out into the oneness. That sounds like kind of grand and it is, but you start to really literally impact the people around you. Like this may not even be your loved ones. It may not be oh. your husband, your kids, whoever. I mean, yeah. they'll change too, but the person that you meet at the grocery store, yep. for example, whoever, it doesn't yep. really matter. And you never know know when you interact with somebody how that how them. you affect them yeah who knows what they will notice and what they don't because they entrain to your frequency resonance in that moment it's huge so would you say living your brilliance would be and i'm not putting words in your mouth mm -hmm. would you say this would be the best way to in a sense change the world 
Yeah, I would say so because it's like stepping into your higher self. Yeah, it's stepping into yeah. the highest possible frequency resonance that you can embody. And by doing that as an act of power, you have a massive, profound ripple effect into the one. It's just the way. Imagine it is. if everybody did that. I know. There's the world changing. Changing right yeah. there. Yeah. Yes, and that's how consciousness rises. Okay. To your point. Yeah, okay. so it's a huge deal. Okay. And so it's important for us individually, it's important for us collectively, it's important for the one, like everything right now. It's as much as it's a crunchy time and it can be hard, it's an amazing time because how much change can happen if you choose to do this, the opportunity is massive. Remember, I said you choose to do it in the face of the storm, in the face of that intensity. The upward momentum in this moment that is available to us if we choose to do that is huge. Really, truly Very is. Very cool. Yeah. So to get to logistics again, yeah. just to touch on that again. Sure. So you said Mondays and Thursdays. So there's a Living Your Brilliance Intensive, which is a one, like half day. It's like a three or three and a half hour work, workshop that we're going to do over Zoom, over online. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's there. And by the time you all see this, it will be in replay. So you can access that in order to have you start to be aware of your brilliance more, okay? So that's really pivotal. I'll do some sharing and teaching and all that sort of stuff in there, Great. including some GFCs. And then for those of you who want the support of the series, it's open every month, okay? So you can just join for a month. You can join for two, it doesn't really matter. But every month we do the series or give the series. And it's, uh, like you mentioned, six times per month. So it's twice a week for the first three weeks. So I've been upgraded to give this. This is like tremendously important right now. And so Mondays and Thursdays, half an hour, there's not a lot of talking. It's like, okay. go. You know okay. I mean? Yeah. The point is for you to become aware of and experience your brilliance and then live from it. So there's not a lot of conversation about this. You know, yeah. I can't tell you to do it. Right. No. <laughs> I mean, no. I can all day long, but it's not going to change No. Anything. You're right. You, you got to change you the have frequency to, Yeah. Level. You have to change the frequency level. It's yeah. the only way. Yeah. At least that I'm aware of. Mm -hmm. So twice a week and then the last week for integration. There's no breaks here. You know, it's like I've been shown this over and over in meditation. Like this is part of my purpose. Like, okay. Part of my function is to help people remember this. This is you. It's yeah. time for us to embody who wow. we are. Chills. <laughs> Thank you for offering this. Wow, yeah. very exciting. And so people can replay this over and over, right? There's yeah. no yeah. end so, to it. Really. Yeah. yeah, so for the people who do um, the Living Room Your Brilliance series, you have the replays. Uh, it will be uh, given over Zoom, but the replays are audio only, and you can listen to that as often as you want. Okay. Yeah. But the Monday, Thursday ones, can you replay those? Yes, absolutely. Okay, yeah, great. you can replay those. And you'll find that as the work, as always, amplifies, intensifies, I do too. Like it's a synergetic ascension, right? Mm -hmm. I rise, I get stronger, I can give higher resonating work, you all come up more, which pushes my resonance up, mm -hmm. right? This is a spiral of like everybody winning. Mm -hmm. And so my feeling is, and I don't know, but my feeling is the work will get stronger and stronger and stronger over time. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you for offering this topic right now because I feel like, as you said, there's a lot of people that can easily get swayed into fear and scarcity right now. So it actually can be a very exciting time. Yes. And this particular topic and GFC and offerings, yeah. I think, help remind us of that. Yeah. And then, like we said, it helps everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Tia. And for those of you who don't know, the GFC is next, and it will start to help you release the distortion patterns that keep you from experiencing your brilliance. So check that out. Thank you. We're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC, where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. Because I'm working on frequency level, GFCs are not like regular meditations. Many people go into a somewhat altered state. So please 
Don't drive while listening to this. It's time to bring in a new experience, a new consciousness, and a new world. Let's rise together. Welcome everyone to the group Frequency Calibration for Living Your Brilliance. So as a note, this is an introductory uh, group frequency calibration. So this will begin to help release the distortions that prevent you from being even aware of your brilliance. This is uh, quite a deep topic and it's something that has a lot of distortion around it. So it's likely, if this is something you'd like to pursue, that you may want to go deeper by joining the Living Your Brilliance monthly series. So let's get going, but this will be a good start. So bringing your attention to your body. And as you bring your attention to your body, becoming very aware of all of the little bones in your feet. There's a lot of them. You don't need to know what they all are. But as you wiggle your toes or feel or become aware of your feet, becoming aware or imagining all those little bones that create our extremely flexible feet. Good. Excellent. And now please become aware of the back part of your body from your waist all the way down to your heels. So if you are sitting or lying down, being aware of the weight, being born particularly by this part of the body, being aware of what you are touching, whether there is tension or whether there is ease or any kind of holding in this part of the body. Good. Yep. And now please become aware of your breath. And you're just going to notice your breath as it is right now without changing it. Try and make it better. Mm hmm. And then whenever you're ready, if you haven't already, you're going to allow your breath to become much more full, much slower, and also allowing your breath to become much more spherical. So for those of you who are new, we typically think of our breath in a certain direction, like in front of us or behind us. 
But notice if you can imagine that your breath expands and contracts in all directions around you, spherically. Mm -hmm. Noticing if you can allow your breath to drop deep into the body. In addition to this spherical expansion, and contraction. Good. And now please become aware of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. Now, for those of you who are more advanced or more experienced, or both, um, to become aware of your senses, however it works best for you. If you are new, you're going to please become aware of the air against your skin, okay? Or what your skin is touching, okay? Or both. So, meaning that your skin is touching a whole bunch of different things being stretched on parts of it, it's loose in others, it's rubbing up against something solid, it's also touching the air. So just being aware of all the textures of whatever is touching your skin. And you'll notice the difference between the air and the things that are solid, and to not discount the air, but to be aware of the texture of the air. It's heaviness if there's humidity, or it's lightness if it's very dry. It's temperature, it's movement. Good. And then, everyone please blink your eyes open and notice the quality of the light. Keeping your gaze soft, meaning you're not focusing on anything in particular. You're just opening your eyes, registering what you see, and noticing the quality of the light. So even if you're sitting in a semi-dark place, even that light has a quality. So noticing that, it's very rare that we're in complete blackness. Very, very rare. And even that has a quality. So just noticing the quality of the light. And if you're more experienced and you prefer to triangulate with your eyes closed, go ahead and do that. And for those of you who are new or prefer to triangulate with your eyes open, please triangulate. And for those of you who don't know what triangulation is, it's simply when you are aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And you notice the distance between each object and you, and then you feel that distance. 
So, for example, if the dresser is about seven feet away from you, you notice that distance between the dresser and you, and then you feel the distance between the dresser and you. <clears throat> Good. And you're going to do that for each object. And you'll notice that as you do this for each object, your sense of where you are in space becomes more focused, more present. More available to you. Really good. Bringing your attention now to your xiphoid process. So your xiphoid process is right at the base of your sternum. Your sternum is the big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. If you trace your finger along the sternum to its base, where it goes from bone to flesh, and it's slightly tender when you press on it, or for some of you, a lot tender, that is your xiphoid process. So bringing your attention there. And if you could put your hand on this spot, okay, whether you're more experienced or a total newbie, just put your hand on this spot, okay, or a finger. Yeah, we're going to take a nice deep breath here. Inhaling, holding your breath for a count of five. And then whenever you're ready, releasing all the air out of your lungs at the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out for as long as you can. And whenever you complete that one single deep breath, please continue to breathe normally. So what we're doing is we're waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. And whilst we do that, Please know that I am working on you at the group and the subgroup level. And that I often work in silence. So if you don't hear me, it's likely because I'm working with very high frequencies. And if I make physical noise, it only drops the frequency resonance, which does not serve you. Also, if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that runs through you. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely a distortion pattern that's running through you. So I recommend that you stay open and explore further. <laughs> 
Good. So now that the mastermind has jumped, we're going to go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again, for those of you who are new, is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this surprisingly vast space. Please notice, feel, or imagine a brilliance at its very center. And as you become aware of this brilliance, it starts to get brighter It starts to intensify and then it starts to expand because you have your attention on it. And as it expands, it expands out through all of your cells, your organs, out through your bones, your muscle and your flesh out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Please become very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. And now, please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance irrespective of where it began. Now, whether you're aware of anything or not, it's not important. Increasing your frequency resonance is one of the most important things we do together. How high your frequency resonance is dictates your momentum on spirit level, how much distortion patterns you can release, what your physical reality looks like, and how you perceive it. 
Good. Bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line. In addition to the upper part of your solar plexus. So your solar plexus is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So if you imagine that in two pieces, the upper part. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that we're releasing it's actually very dense. Yeah. So there are a lot of patterns here from religion. And it doesn't really matter which one. That you aren't worthy of or don't have access to the divine within. Okay? You are merely human, and that which is divine is outside of you, often far out of your reach. So releasing these distortion patterns. This is obviously not all religions, many of them though. Excellent. Bringing your attention, please, between your forehead and your pineal gland. So the space between those things. So your pineal gland is like a little sphere in the center of your brain. So if you imagine the space between that sphere right in the center of your brain and the front of your forehead, that's perfect. Yeah. So this belief that you're not worthy of the divine is very deep. And for the vast majority of people, it's so deep that it's kind of like etched or encoded in your neural networks. Okay? So it, this is at the physical level. It's very heavy. So let's release this. So we can start to experience something else.
here. And right behind this is a distortion pattern that you have to have permission to connect with the divine, okay? It's something outside of you that grants you that permission or that right or that connection. And you have to do something in order to be able to have it. So let's release this. Good. Nice. Bringing your attention, please, to that xiphoid process again, about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it towards the belly button in a straight line. It's clearing out your pain body. It only takes a couple of seconds because your pain body remembers you before the frequency work was done. So if we clear it out, then you don't bump up against the pain body's memory of you, which makes your integration slower and harder. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, there are usually multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel like this is the case for you, please visit Spherical Luminosity for more targeted support.